You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What's up? Hey, welcome you, listener. This is the movie show. On your favorite and the only ORSPS. Yes, definitely. That you want to listen to. Yes. I'm Sash. My name is Ryan. And we are going to be discussing a film that was seriously underrated. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, this film was so underrated. It's not even funny. Yes. Can I say, when it started, I was like, uh, oh, no. (laughs) Like, no, not one of these. Okay, keep an open mind, Ryan. Keep an open (laughs) mind. But it, but then I, I don't know why that's the beginning. The beginning just actually, Ryan, as a man, and then as a male, please tell us your thoughts <laughs> on. Let's just tell them the the movie first that we are discussing. Yes. So we are discussing a film that was uh, made or released rather in two thousand and six called One Nights with the King. It is a drama romance, and it actually is based off of a biblical story. It is the story of Esther. So it's. It's a Bible story turned into a film, just yeah. in case you're wondering. Yes. So, Ryan, what did you know? What did you know when you went in? Nothing. I, I knew which Bible story it was about. Oh, so you actually knew it was about a yes. Bible story. Okay. Yeah. And because that happened, yeah, because that happened, it was something that happened. <laughs> I knew that's what happened. Because that happened, um, the movie, there, there was no surprise for me. But I, w- I was like, oh, oh, yeah, right, 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 right. So uh, when I watched the film, yeah, I I enjoyed, you know, so, yeah, it, there was nothing captivating for me uh, story-wise. But then I was looking at how, you know, the production, the actors. There was one actor in here that I knew. And I was like, ah, this guy, if, if, if you guys, not, not, well, I, I don't know how many people have watched or as currently you are watching uh, the Fringe series. Fringe. Yes. Is the, there a guy? There's a guy in there. The Who? Fringe. Who? It, it's the, um, this guy over here. The uncle. This dude. Yes. This guy. Oh, he's actually a very well-known actor. He was in Lord of the Rings. That's I right. also recognized him. And he was, I was also like, in, I know this guy from he somewhere. In Lord, he in was fact, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We actually watched The Fringe. Uh, so um, my wife loves watching films that that has a character that's likable. That those are the new films. So like Thor, she likes obviously Thor, and she likes this guy in The Fringe. In, in The Fringe is very sci- like it's very scientific. It's quite. Ooh, is it a know. series or it's a series. series? Yes, yes. Um, and she likes it because of this guy, John and Noble. Yeah, he, he he plays as a father who's who used to work for the the U.S. government as an experiment sp- experimental scientist, mm. like crazy stuff, like very crazy scientific stuff. So now in this in the fringe, they're solving like weird things that people are doing and because he's been there so he understands but he's a bit weird 
Yeah, he's a bit weird. So, you, uh, and yeah, you can imagine with that smile. And, that, and he's Australian. I didn't even know he was Australian. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, this guy. Oh, cool. Okay, this guy. And then the other guy was obviously um, Luke. Luke. Yes, Luke. <laughs> Luke? Luke. Luke Goss. Is that how you say it? Oh, yeah. Luke Goss. I don't, Do you know him? I don't know him, but his face just, I was just like, okay. <laughs> Apparently, I think he's a drummer. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, for quite, quite an old band. But I, I was just interested in, in, in who he was yeah. as well. And then um, there were things about the film that that, that, that I was like, oh, okay. That was really, like, for example, I mean, uh, every actor felt very positioned, if I, if I can put it that way. So when they were walking, they were like, you know, positioned with their hands like this. And, you know, they were, they were very like, you know, because it was like royalty and it was all, you know, with the king and with the king's palace and with the king's God. And we're like, and then there were some places, the, the, the way that the actors acted um, was very good. But uh, yeah, I, I, the, the sets were brilliant. Mm. I liked the sets. I could see where, when there was CG though. Uh, so there was already CG. There was CG in the film that I was like, oh, oh, they use CG, you know, and it was set extension. Yeah. Um, and then I loved the way that they really dramatized the end. They did that super well. Like it was very like, <laughs> even though you know what's going to happen. You're exactly. Like <laughs> and, and I love the way because we all, we all know what the king did. Like she, she, uh, Esther approached the king and then, he, but then in this film, like his whole attitude was different. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. That 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 caught me off guard. I was like, wait, I, I know what happens, but but is it gonna happen? <laughs> you know, type of thing. Um, but yeah, look, it 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 works out very well. I, yeah. I'm just saying, the first couple sequences, you just like, uh, okay, all right. It, it was it, it was a very good biblical story. That's the, you like. Okay, it was a very good biblical. Just hear the message. As in Ryan. the beginning of the film. Yeah, I'm just like, just just get the message. Ryan, powerful man. It was, it was so good. But then. I don't, like I said, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they shot in like linear order and the first couple of shots were just a bit, I don't know. Like the first shot, one or, one or two of the first shots you see is Mordecai. Mm. And just the way the camera's like positioned and even the lighting on him just felt very, looked very unnatural. And the shots and the way that the actors played out, it, it just felt very like, oh, okay, this could be very cheesy. But then, uh, and then it carried on. And I was like, okay, that's that was pretty cool. Okay, the way they did that was really good. And then it just, and then I forgot. Yeah, you got immersed into the story. Exactly. Yeah. So I, the one actor I recognize, there are other actors so like the John Noble. I did recognize his face, but I couldn't place him until I searched. And I was like, oh yeah, he was in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the the Rings. one person who immediately I was just like, yep, know him was John um, Rice Davies. I don't know if you know, he yes, has been, I've seen him he around. was Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Mm. He was in Princess Diaries. He was in, there's another series That's called right. the Shannara Chronicles. He's, he's like everywhere. So yeah. I immediately recognized him, obviously. And then apparently Peter O'Toole, he played the prophet Samuel, like in the beginning for that quick, like flashback sequence. That's right. He apparently is um, a well-known actor and they actually even used the fact that he was in the film to almost promote it. Promote it. Sure. Okay. But he he was very his role was very, very small. Tiffany Dewpoint, who played Hadassah or Esther, she actually so the how she ended up getting the role was at her church. I think the 
the church that I'm not entirely sure which church it is, but there was a church that where it was birthed from, if I could put it like that. As and in they, where this whole... Yeah, so like uh, where cool. they decided to... So they, they would be announcing it, obviously, in services. And I think they had auditions open for people to come in and actually audition. And That's she great. was... She she just attended the church and then auditioned. And she still said she wasn't even sure if she was going to get the role because like she'd auditioned for it. Her best friend had auditioned for it. Like so many people had auditioned and she actually ended up getting the role. So this was like one of those films where they try to like everybody try to uh, contribute or yes i think so they didn't like get professional everything they, they just tried to try and see how they could make it work with, yeah. with a small budget yeah type of thing the budget was 20 million us dollars which is pretty good but it is also a pretty small budget yeah. especially for the scale of production because they really did i mean if you look at like when they go to the battlefield like do you understand what I'm saying? It's no, it not, was, and it was good. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, it's it was like good. The ex- and the 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 costume design. I mean, that would have cost that them so much. It was, yeah. and it was so good. It really was so good. So yeah. the budget was quite little for me. I'm disappointed because they only got 13.7 million US dollars in box office, which mm. means they didn't even make up the the what it, what they spent for the film. Yeah, which for me, I'm like, this this was actually a good film and i saw that that 13 million was made like on the release weekend type of thing oh so it wasn't even made after the other crazy thing about this film is that it took three years to get to to reach theaters they they so it was filmed in 2003 but it it only reached cinemas in 2006 and i think it's because they just couldn't get it into to theaters and what? they obviously wanted a theatrical release but i feel like be, just because this this film was based on a bible story i feel like that's why it was underrated yeah. and uh, for me it's it's that's not fair do you understand what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's a it's actually a part of history it's a, it's a historical like story it, happened. It, actually it, it happened it actually did happen and you know, when other religions or whatever go and make a film, you don't see... Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like their films get... So I th- I think this film was just... It was underrated because it was just a story about God. Like, literally, that's that's the only reason why it, it was underrated. Um, so it took three years to, to actually only reach cinemas. And then also for me, I, also, I saw this while I was actually doing research and I was slightly confused. So the film's UK DVD released was actually titled The Princess of Persia. Despite the fact that Esther was queen, they, they ah. titled it Princess of Persia and they gave it an action orientated cover where Esther is wielding two swords. Yeah, I saw that. I, was I also like, saw, I was like, that's not the movie. And then I was like, oh, okay, it is the I movie. I don't remember her fighting. <laughs> no. And apparently it was in an attempt to capitalize on the unrelated film Prince of Persia, The Sand of Times, which that film we've even done it. That was made in 2010, yeah. which was released in UK theaters three days earlier so they kind of had to like pull up some i don't know if it if it worked i'm not sure if it worked but there there is a very um action orientated film poster out there of queen esther holding two swords well that would have been disappointing right for a person who yeah and then the other thing is none of the actors are iranian or of jewish descent so all of them i must be honest um that was one thing in the film I was just like, mm, was the accents. They didn't stay true to... That's what made it even more... Yeah, so like the king had a very like British accent, like... 
we've spoken about this before. I think it's when we did uh, Passion of the Christ, where Do I said most Christian films, like, but old, old older yeah. Christian films, they're like all proper and British. Yes. My Lord, why did you... Well, and you, you're just like... Mm-hmm. Like, that's not really um, accurate mm. to the timepiece. Mm. Then make it modern and put it in another country. Although, like, a lot of their costumes that I looked at, I, I was like, do they really wear that? Like, did they really? Like, I saw the king and he wore this, like... I do think they... Mesh thing with, the, with these, like, golden... Look, uh, I do think they... And like his palace or where, that room wherever he was, like had those drapes. The drapes. And I think that is accurate. You think so? I do think so. It was. It was obviously like Persia and Babylon, and you know, it's it's all of. Yeah, I do think Babylon. I think I. I pers- look. I, I. I'd imagine they would have done research. I don't think they would have just gone into the film yeah. like just you know. I'm sure the costume, the the production designer, and the whole costume and set design team would have looked into you know like what exactly did th- that day and age look like. I guess they would. Yeah, because it wouldn't make sense for them to go to all that yeah. trouble when it's not even accurate. And then there were another two characters, uh, Tommy Lister. He played Haggai. Yeah. I thought he was really cool. Yeah, he was really cool. He was like just... Uh, and, and, and apparently he's blind in one eye. I can imagine that. You can see it. You could see the one yeah. eye. Yeah. If, if, you, if you actually see the, the movie roles that he's played... like It's normally like action. This is not quite... This is yeah. like quite a weird film for him. Because he's actually an extra... He actually died in 20... Oh, serious? 2020. Serious? During the COVID... Um, yeah. I don't know it's, that. It's COVID related. Oh, shame. That's hectic. Yeah. And you know the actor that played uh, Heyman? He looks nothing like he looks in the movie. He doesn't look anything yeah. like himself. When I saw a picture of him, I was like, that's not him. I liked his acting though. No, he his acting was very good. I'd say yeah. possibly he was the best actor yeah. out of the whole cast. Definitely. I think he did a very, very good job. You you yeah. hated it. I, I think this is what it goes down to, which we've spoken about before. When you watch Christian films, often the villain is saved, which means they've got He's that smiling. smiling joy of the Lord on their face, but they're being the bad person. And yeah. you're just like, it's not even relatable. Whereas with him, he his whole demeanor was yeah. like evil. Yeah, like you, was. you didn't like him from the first frame you and saw even him. Like the voice that is pure. Yeah. There's the one part that I thought was really good cinematography, w- w- which I thought was really getting off the, okay, just put a camera on, him, a camera on him and shoot him, was when he's trying to sort of rouse the people up yeah. to like uh, go against the Jews. Like if you look at the actual shot, it was a, it, it was a shot taken from far and almost zoomed in on him. So, um, you know, it, it was as if it was like a, a, a more third person looking at him with a smoke in front. So, like, stuff like that made the film more, mm. you know, I, I watched it and I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I must be honest. So, the one thing, but this isn't the film. I can't, I can't bash the film for this. It was the time the film was mm. made in. I, I think so, yeah. The editing style was mm. so early 2000s. Mm. Like, if you watch the fades and That's the, the, the slow down, but it's not, yeah. it's not, they didn't film it they in like. They did that in the beginning a lot. Yes. Yeah, so, the, the slow down is like very jerky because. What did you think of the, like, whenever something impactful happened, the, the, the gut, like the editor put it like three times. Like yes. someone comes to the door. <laughs> 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 
I was just like, like okay, really? I guess it does work, kinda. I guess you really like. But liked I think I think that was just the style of the day, because like I, I if you watch, so. I mean, there's Michael Bay films like that. I don't know if you remember <laughs> The Island with Scarlett Johansson. That film was edited the exact same way. Like uh, it was the early 2000s, <laughs> like hype, and yeah, it was off very with his head. <laughs> 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 and then in slow-mo but it's like they're yeah. moving like that because they didn't film in lots of frames per second so they have a high fra fra frame rate camera there yeah yes. yeah no that was there was there was yeah. a lot of natural acting uh there was just help me out so there was a older character that was almost like the sort of he was with the king a lot in fact when um uh john J john is a noble, noble. when yeah. john noble's character when he was caught out yes and then the king was questioning him there was a guy like to his to, to his side that was also like instead of saying but didn't you what what he like crossed his arms like this but you were the one that did it. <laughs> like this i just i'm like yeah that's that's the way you would do it so there, there are some actors that, that i was like yeah that that yeah. was good. That the was acting really great. for me, I've seen way worse. Yeah. Most Christmas films, acting is worse. Right? In fact, there's a new film that just came out on Netflix called The Perfect Pairing. The acting is way worse in that film. And that was a 2022 film. Yeah. Way worse than yeah. this film. So honestly, it's it's not a... It's not I didn't a, find any acting too bad. Yeah, no. There wasn't I any... I wasn't troubled with it. It, it, no. it, it was just... Like what we just spoke, some of the editing was just... No, the editing was, was funny. But, but then as the film progressed, yeah. it was like, okay. No, it was... I, it I forgot about... It. It's, it's actually quite good. And, you know, I love how they... Because they did have to fictionalize things, obviously, because there is the, the book yes. and they would have... But I loved also how they, in the beginning, show you mm. that Haman was actually a descendant of um, yeah. the Agites. Was that true? That's true. So it is true. Yes, yeah, so in I was other like, words, no wonder. King Saul, oh. when he disobeyed, he actually that his disobedience was going to affect his own race the jewish race wow. he was going to cause them to be exterminated just because he didn't listen that's actually an effect wow. that's why he he got you know god sure. decided you are no longer king because yeah. his one act of disobedience caused haman down the line so i loved how they they fit that in people didn't get that because i also in the beginning i'm like wait that's all isn't it <gasps> and that's samuel <gasps> And that's oh, is that? And did she? What? Are they? She's pregnant. <laughs> that's the god, the boy, isn't it? <laughs> like the boy came back with vengeance. He's yeah, like, like a in my lot mother's of wound, I knew it. It's like, yeah, so sure. That was intense. Maybe that's why, because um, a, a lot of sort of non-Christians, they sort of down, whatever. They really put this film down, like it was, like on Rotten Tomatoes, like sixteen oh. percent or something. Do you know what the stupid like part that. is? Is Esther's the one book in the Bible that actually doesn't mention God. It doesn't mention, it's, it's a story about God's people. Mm. And obviously it speaks about faith and trust in God, but it never says, and God, you know, in other books you'll say, and God sent whatever. Yeah. This book literally, so it's not a, it's not a, it's a, it's a relatable story for people who aren't Christians, if you yeah. think about it, because it's half of the story is about people who didn't believe in God. I mean, King Xerxes was not a believer. He was not a Jew. He was, do you understand what I'm saying? So the fact that they bashed it is stupid because they don't mm. even know. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? I could have easily, I sort of thought that to myself halfway through the film. I'm like, does this work out as a like Prince of Persia type of film? You know, because at the time, you know the the time that it took place so this is like one of those oh cool old you know yeah. uh, swords and 
Persians and shing, 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 you know, one of those type of films. I'm like, yeah, definitely, easily. Yeah, for me, it was a, mm. a f- honestly, one thing I love about this film, though, is that they did stay true to the the Bible. They yeah. didn't go off and make weird changes or do stupid things. One film I honestly hate is the film Noah. I, I, I don't like the film yeah. Noah because they took a biblical story and they, they literally, they they changed it so they much. They put some it's, other stuff in there. It was hard. Oh, and there was that other one, the Exodus, Gods and, and that. Kings. That one also I didn't like where they depicted yeah. God as a child. Those two films, mm. I was like, why would you take Bible stories and change them? You don't need they, to change them. Didn't, didn't they in Noah, the demons were helping Noah or something? Remember, there were those demons, and then there was that one dude that survived, and yeah. and and he was on the, on the ark, and it was just yeah because they were destroyed, and they know it like was evil. It, no, it was just like so. Those two films, they took Bible stories, yeah. and they yeah. they they didn't do it justice. Yeah. This film, they took a Bible story, and they did it justice. They they do they're doing what the Chosen series mm. is now doing. That that's what they did with this film. I would, in fact, um. I was actually going to say that earlier. I, I feel like this is a more a, a much earlier thing of what they were doing with the chosen. With the chosen, yeah. Yeah, I would love to know. Like, if there's any any listener out there that did not know the story of Esther and they watched this film, mm. I would love to know what your thoughts were. How yeah. how captivated, you know, because not knowing what was going to happen, because especially like I said, there at, at the end of the film when uh, Esther's about to get slaughtered by this knife. Like, I really thought, like, I knew the story, but then I was just like, wait, is this really gonna... They're gonna kill her! I love <laughs> the way they dragged that out. Like, how close. Because uh, when I read the Bible, in my imagination, like, there weren't other people there in the king's, mm. uh, you know. Yeah. There wasn't... And he wasn't angry, because he was still like, what was his words? You, anything you ask, up to half yeah. the kingdom. But in this film, it's like, people are there. They're all like, what is she doing? She still comes in. She's wet. Wet, yeah. I'm still like, what? Did she come wet? And she even dares to take another step forward onto the steps. I'm like, no, uh, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you, you should wait for the king to come down. Like, and, no! and the scepter and all of that. Yeah. And then there was still like the earlier, you know, they met earlier. And there was like all of that. So, But even the, the end scene where the king walks out. So yeah. she's told him and then he walks out. Yeah. You're just like, and then Haman starts mm. like attacking her and he's like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then he walks How back and you're like, oh, praise the Lord. You? And then <laughs> someone grips him and, yeah. yeah, no, that was good because you didn't expect you see? it. Yeah. You see? So even if you know, I uh, know the, movie, the the story of Esther. No, the fine, way they told watch. it. Just watch this. It is good. No, it's very good. And like good. I said, just like maybe you might find what I found in the beginning. You're just like, uh, maybe not. Just, just watch. Yeah. Just keep watching. The, it's yeah. So the director is Michael O. Sedgbell. Yes. And he's actually directed um quite a few films. Yeah. So he did in two thousand and six he did the ultimate gift. I remember that film. It was where the <sighs> there's a very rich man and he passes away and his whole family comes to find out like who's getting what type of thing. And there's this young dude that's uh, just that like Yeah. So he did that one and then he he's actually been doing films from like the 1990s so 1997 he did a film called yeah. the ride he did a film called the homecoming he did um in in more recent years 2014 he did irreplaceable and then in 2017 it looks like a horror film called wrath i think that's but i mean that one looks yeah. like coming of the end times you know prediction of COVID. i don't know <laughs> i wonder what it's Ooh. about actually I'd be interested to go and watch his other films. Yeah, it's probably one of those, you know. 
We should should find out, right? Yeah. Like when it's he, he got unsaved and started doing horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I'm joking. Mm. Let's hope that's not the case. All right. Let's all pray for Michael. <laughs> Sorry. For Michael. For, what's funny yeah. is last week we did a film about Michael Bay. And oh, by Ooh. the way, maybe you're like, wait, but didn't you guys say at the end of last week's show that you were doing a film with Mark Wahlberg in yes. it? Yeah. So what happened with that film? Mm. Did you even start watching it? No. no. So it's a film called Father Stew, right? Father is T-U. Right, Mark Wahlberg. So I started watching the film, and like we're like, okay, he's really messed up. He's really sad. He moves to another town, and then he decides he goes. Oh, he falls in love with a girl, and she goes to uh, uh, a Catholic church. Yeah, she goes to the Catholic church. Yes, which yeah, and then for she, so he falls in love with her, and then eventually he decides he's going to become a priest. But in order for you to be a priest, what do you have to be? You must be. Not married, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So he breaks the poor chick's heart. And then uh, it was just, you know, when you're just like, this is rubbish. This it's, is rubbish. Spider-Man no, 3 again. But it didn't even change. He was still swearing. And and his life was a complete mess. And so it was just a We didn't even get to job. the end of the... And then he ends up getting sick, which means he now can't finish the the becoming a priest. But then... He, and it's based on a true story. And eventually... Uh, uh, yeah, I was just like, no. So that's why we... We canned that one and found a proper Christian film hmm. that's been underrated. Yes. Even better than Father Stu. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was a weird film. And 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 by the way, for for, for any guys um who do three D out there, there's a guy called uh Stefan Blinn. <coughs> <laughs> yes, Blinn is a material <laughs> type. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Or the Blender or CGI. <laughs> like, Blend, yeah. So, you know, maybe. What did he do? The screenplay? He was a screenplay. Yeah. Wow. It's Blend. Blend. Sorry, that, that, that surname caught me. Caught. Blend. Yeah. Yes. So, this is a very underrated Christian film. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's really good. It mm. really, really is good. And it's a good... You don't. We don't have a lot of... Okay, there's obviously The Passion of the Christ, which is a good depiction of yeah. the Bible. What year was uh, Passion of the Christ? I think it was later than this film. Later. So you see, we, we're stepping it up. I could be wrong, though. But I mean, for 2006, this must have been a brilliant film. It was, and technically, it was made in 2003. Mm. Where was I in 2006? I remember watching this film in cinemas. Really? Yeah. Wow. Passion of the Christ came out in 2004. Yeah. So, yeah, this was... There you go. It was actually made before The Passion of the Christ, but it came out after The Passion of the Christ. Yeah. And then obviously, Noah and Exodus, I'm not counting because those did not stay true to the no, Bible. we watched Noah. We were just like, what? No, man. No. It was just like, really? So yeah. In Exodus, Gods and Kings, they changed it so much that like God didn't have, he wasn't divine in a way. Mm. Like they took out the, 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 the d divinity of God. Who did Noah? It was... Uh, Noah was with Russell Crowe. Yeah. And I'm yeah, pretty sure that Exodus Gods and Kings had Christian Bale in it. I stand to be corrected, but I think it had Christian Bale in it. But I just remember they, they depicted God as a child. Oh. God was a child. Oh, really? It was like... Wh what? Hmm. And then at one point, Moses was upset with God for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why he was upset with God, but he was upset with God at some point. Yeah, it was... Yeah, you know, we all... Well, I don't know. Those demons were cool, though, I must say. Like, CG-wise, yeah. Like, they were... I think that was the only cool part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it was like, meh. 
Yeah. It was quite creative. But I really, I, I petition. Do you know there are such crazy stories in like One Kings and Two Kings? Do you know the type of films those yeah. movies? Like you would have to have like, mm. if you are a gory person, there is so many stories to yeah. be made. Like, like. And the Bible gives detail in these things. Yeah. You know. For me, my favorite mm. one is, you know, um, when the, the one, I think it was the king, I think it was Ahab, I stand to be corrected though, and he went into battle disguised, and then this Rings dude just, it, the Bible literally says he he shot, he randomly shot an arrow, and it hit the king in between his armor, but for me, I always pictured that dude that randomly shot the arrow as like the weakest link in the army like he got teased by everyone he was good for nothing he got bullied he couldn't shoot straight and he just happened to shoot the one arrow that went and hit king i think it was king ahab and then he died he literally that is that would be such yeah. a cool story to make yeah i mean king saul fell on his sword and then another guy came and he was like please help me and then he like helped him die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? he helped him die i mean it was Brutal times. David's son, what's his name? Joab. Is it Joab? No, Absalom. Absalom. Amnon. No, the the, the one the one that whose hair got he, caught Absalom. on the tree, and then he was dangling, and he was still alive. I mean, his men were like, "Let's go and let's go help him." Like, no. And then they cut they, off his head. Or they something. stabbed <laughs> him yeah, and cut off his head. <laughs> what intense times! You man. see, we can make some good films. You see, but I honestly thought this was a good one. Yeah. And I, I do think, as a guy, you were fine with it, right? Yeah. I don't think it's a... Because sometimes it would be I like... I was going to say that earlier. And there's a bit of a love story because, like, the king's mad with Esther. And you're like, no, don't be mad with her. Come <laughs> on, man. And then at the end, I love you. And, like, he catches her in the step. And then, like, Wasn't he mad with her because he thought she was um, yeah, messing around? Yeah. 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 Anyway, so there you go. <laughs> and you do kind of like the king. You're like, Yeah, the king was cool. And he's heartbroken, man. Yeah. That's why he was like, kill the Jews! Because he was just heartbroken. He, it's not because he had nothing, he had nothing he had against nothing the Jews. Against. Heyman was just using his... Yeah. Model of the story is don't be heartbroken. Yeah. When people. you're heartbroken, you, you just you like, make die. <laughs> die, you die, die. Everyone, just die. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have chocolate nowadays. Unfortunately, Ice they didn't cream. have chocolate <laughs> in those days. Chocolate is the perfect... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, 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 so tonight I'm going to go... I'm busy watching uh, the Fringe series. So I'm going to carry on watching. And I'm, I'm honestly, I've given up hope on series. I'm, I'm back to No, the my, Fringe is good, eh? Is it good? Yeah, there's no like funny stuff in it. No, but the story, you know what my problem is with series? They drag the story out unnecessarily because yeah. they need screen time and it irritates me. Yeah, true. I, it like, it, Sherlock Holmes mm. didn't do that. Stranger Things doesn't do that. Yeah, I can't really say anything else for the other yeah. series. I've, I've started, stopped watching like three series. Well, I've started watching something over the weekend. And she's like, okay, this looks good. Then some swear, and she's like, seriously, <laughs> exit. Is there and anything out there? It, it's like, series are the worst because nudity, yeah. the whole bisexual, transsexual, this yeah. sexual, that sexual immediately comes out. Mm. And then, I mean, do you know? I started watching a series, right? The, one of the actors in the series is a Christian, as in he posts on Instagram about worship music, about reading the Bible. They ask him what he's reading in the Bible. He tells them in this series, right? In so I'm like, okay, cool you know he's a christian cool let's watch the series he's bi he kisses a guy in the series what is his excuse oh that's my little brother man that's my brother or was it a passionate it, it as in he's bisexual Bleh. i'm like you're the christian you are do you not see what they got you to do they mm. made you do that be i was just like ready okay cool so now we can't even trust christian actors because mm. you know 
what was your conviction, dude? Were you convicted? Was like, there anything afterwards that made you feel... You were reading Corinthians. Hello, go read Corinthians. Uh, What's wrong with you, man? You didn't read it properly. Go read it again. <laughs> Lord, use me, please. <laughs> <laughs> he, that, that wasn't the Lord, man. Uh, I, Th- was, I was trying to use you. <laughs> and you know they pay more if you if you like... Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're not gay or bisexual or whatever yeah. and you, you do a scene where you Ish. kiss a male or... Yeah, they'll pay you extra. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so that's uh, that's another topic for another week. Yep. What do you do if mm. you don't you don't take the role? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna start a, a another show like that on Active FM. <laughs> what to do if and then what to do? If <laughs> 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 and then every week we discuss <laughs> discuss <the topic>. <laughs> what to do if what to do if you lost your cell phone and then you got twenty seconds. Okay, that's intense. Yeah, yeah. But for All the right. movie show, I won't be doing that. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, this has been. A very underrated Christian film. Good Christian film. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Yeah. It's good. And look out for Stefan Blinn. Stefan, right? Because Stephen would be S-T-E-V. Or Stefan? Yeah, Stefan. That's it. Stefan. Stefan Blinn. That's him. Look for him. I'm showing my screen right now for those movie show podcasts on YouTube viewers. And by the way, if you're listening, go check out our On Active TV. Go to the playlist. Go look for the movie show podcast. There is a visual version of the show. And for those who are watching the visual version show, good for you. <laughs> Give us a like and subscribe. Comment down below. Yes, and hit a comment. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So this has been the movie show. On Active FM. Peace. Till next week. Radio has never been better. Radio has never been better. Active FM Plus Music is hot music. Active FM Radio has never been better. Christ Music is hot Hot music. music. Radio has never been better. what it is your next to a fame baby radio has never been better christ music christ is hot music 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 music, 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 music.